Hello everybody. Ah. Hi Shirley. Hi. Hi. Hey, I met Shirley. Hi Cipi. Hi Cipi. Very nice to meet you. Hi Cipi. I met Shirley two weeks ago, last week. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yes, in New York. We had uh, meetings of uh, Tel Aviv Foundations and Shirley came to present the education ah. uh, situation in Tel Aviv and I was surprised to learn many new things. And since you and I care for education a lot because... Um, I think education is humongous compared to what people think. And not what everybody. I do for my living, yeah. And um, it's really, it has a, a heavy weight on everybody. And the world went through so many changes. And so I invited Shirley to talk with us. She went back to Israel already. And yeah. uh, to but just listen, converse what, about education. This is too big. I mean, I'm Hold sure that... On. Okay, I want to know what she is actually doing. She will tell us exactly what, what she actually is doing, but uh, we can say about two words what's going on in Tel Aviv or in Israel, but I think it's interesting to compare what's going on here versus Israel or what's going on in the world in education. Rest of the world, yeah. Before Corona, during Corona, coming out of Corona, uh, the whole status of education and our views about it or whatever. Okay. So, okay. what do you do? Um, so I'm in charge of all the educational system uh, in Tel Aviv, Jaffa, which includes uh, 80,000 uh, students wow. from uh, three years old until, until 18. Uh, we have 150 schools and uh, 600 kindergartens. Um, and I have a large staff, a big uh, headquarters, and uh, I work in the municipality of Tel Aviv, Jaffa. Uh, it's my seventh year in the in this position, and I'm enjoying almost every almost every moment. Wow! And basically, you handle Jews and Arabs. Together. Yeah, Jews and Arabs, oh. and asylum seekers, and ultra orthodox, and uh, many olim and new immigrants from all over the Jewish from all over the world that come every year in large masses uh, to Tel Aviv. You know, uh, yeah, there's this assumption that uh, Tel Aviv is the high-tech country and uh, Jerusalem is the orthodox country and uh, all the rest are in between. And when I heard your uh, presentation, I it comes out that the picture is very different. And but she has to tell us the picture. Very, really. very, very different. I know nothing. So let me, so, join, let me join the picture that you, she knows. Okay. And you know. So uh, we have uh, like uh, maybe 40% of the uh, population in Tel Aviv is what the image of Tel Aviv is, is a, a high socioeconomic level, a secular, uh, and they uh, they maintain uh, the, the main image of the city and, and the Jewish. main life of the city. Basically Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. 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 We have uh, 5% Arabs that uh, all of them live in Yafo. Uh, we yeah. have 10, in, in the educational system, 10% of the students are asylum seekers wow. from uh, Eritrea mm. uh, and, uh, and a lot of uh, foreign uh, workers without status in Israel, from Philippines, from India, from uh, New Guinea, Guinea, and so on, from Africa. Uh, we have 10% uh, ultra-Orthodox Jewish uh, that have independent uh, system, educational system. And we have like 8% uh, religious, national religious, as we call him in, in Israel. 
and and we have like 20% or 30% of the population all over that is very very poor um, so what, in, is, in what, Tel Aviv. what are the channels because Tilly and me we were talking that basically a lot of the way we mm-hmm. went grew up in school not much changed if i look at my grandchildren this is, this is the sad, I don't this see is the sad thing yeah this is even the, the songs thing. are the same yeah the holidays yeah. Holiday, holiday songs are the same yeah, yeah. we have a joke that we said that uh, the reason that the education system doesn't change is for the grandmother they will they will know how to speak with their grandchildren right. so right. they have right. a common language Right. Uh, this is why it stayed the same but uh, it's really it's a sad fact I agree with you uh, the world has changed many many times in the la- in the last hundred years even in the last 50 years uh, technology and internet and uh, a lot of uh, revolution all over and education uh, have, hasn't uh, changed can you give me same, a uh, points what, what areas you are touching all, all areas of sector. life of uh, all areas of life of the kids. Um, since, Everybody uh, has the same the same uh, curriculum, the same program. And the ultra orthodox now they ha- they are independent so they right. don't uh, they don't have to learn English, math, yes. uh, what you also in Tel Aviv. Before. Also the, in Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah, we are not in charge of the curriculum. The municipality doesn't have any authority vis-a-vis the curriculum, But only wait, the wait, state. Wait, wait, wait. You know, in in Tel Aviv There is a, a, a quite a big center around Alan Bishenkin, you know, it's in the center of Tel Aviv, of religious or ultra, even Haredi. Right. And they walk around, it's okay, uh, among right. all these secular kids. It's a very uh, pluralist Everybody city. with their, you know, right? It's, it's a out. very pluralist city. I think, that, I think that the main, uh, maybe characteristic of the city, it's very, very pluralist. The, the pluralism of Tel Aviv, Is well known in Israel we accept everybody and everybody feels at home in Tel Aviv the uh, LGBT community and the Haredim community and the Olim community everybody feels at home so in you Tel cannot Aviv. influence them as a city uh, by let's say even introducing the Haredim to the secular kids let's say a grade th- th- a, a third or four, fourth grade and then yeah. to influence them to open up to, to study math and English. They won't let we them. do it the informal. We them. do it informal. We cannot do it formal because there is the, they have their own inspection and they have their own, their, their own regulation and their own curriculum. They're not part of the Ministry of Education even. They're really independent. But we made a lot of uh, meetings between uh, ultra-Orthodox and uh, secular students, between Arab and Jewish, Between poor and rich, we made a lot of uh, um, join the living and living together programs uh, in order to narrow the gap and to, to make to, to make the the students know each other so they, there will be less fear, less racism and less ignorance. Sometimes the students are really ignorant about the, the people that live right the next door. So we invest a lot of it. You know there's something. And you know, my kids grew up in New York, so i I remember my days, and I see a little bit over the years through my friends' kids or grandkids. There are few things that changed that we didn't have in our time. First of all, there are private schools, which we didn't have when we grew up. Uh, in the regular schools, I see how they get less 
in certain areas. Uh, they, the days are shorter, the material is less, the curriculum is less, and then there's more after-school activities for certain groups in order to get more in certain areas. I, it's just, it's interesting to me to see how everything is changing. And I wonder if anybody gets hurt from this, if they, if some get less, some get more. Um, well, in Israel, it's different. Them? In Israel, it's different. We don't have private school in Israel. Well, in Tel Aviv, you have. The democratic school, I paid now. And now my daughter is going to the... No, no, it's not private. private. So how come I'm paying hundreds of shekels? I'll explain, I'll explain. Uh, The state has made regulation for the schools that wanted to be private, but they they, they cannot be private anymore. They have lessened lessened the, the, um, the payments that parents have, have to pay. And now it's very low, the, the, the payments that parents have to pay. We in Tel Aviv, we have two schools that um, they were built uh, 35 years the ago. Teva, yeah. The Teva and, uh, and Art yeah. School. So they that's my two kids. I have grandchildren in both. And and they they are not private. They are, oh, yeah. they are, they are public and I'm in charge of them. And what the parents pay is for a supplementary art in a, or in a art school and supplementary uh, courses and uh, travels in Leteva school. This is what the parents pay, but it's not a private school. It's public school. It's under my authority. And they are like all others. Uh, they don't get more uh, than others. What we have is a, a gaps between... Uh, uh, students in the in the south that are very very poor and students in the north that are very very rich in a few kilometers we have the richest kid in israel and the right. poorest kid in israel right. in tel aviv so what we do as municipality is we gave eight time budget eight 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 time budget plus for the south and uh, then the center and the and the north, the north. of tel aviv because there the they uh, they don't need a municipality as the poor people. So this is what we do, progressive budgets, and uh, very different, we, we do different between population. So the poor uh, children and the, in the low income families, they will get the same chance to finish school, to have uh, good grades and good uh, matriculation uh, test and everything. Surely we, we see now that we, we miss a lot of uh, teachers. Yeah, there wow. are many missing teachers. At the same time, there are many Arab teachers available, <laughs> but they don't. But not in the right get... uh, disciplines. What? Which rights? Which rights? It's almost impossible. Buses, yeah. Transportation. Uh, Arab teachers, teachers from the north, but um, they don't uh, teach uh, the the subjects that they miss. That we miss. We miss uh, English and math. And they mostly teach Arab or um, uh, what else, sport, gym, gymnastics, something like this. So we don't, we don't need this kind of thing. But we have in every school in Tel Aviv, we have at least two, two Arab teachers. Uh, and but uh, what do you think about um, maybe take the Arab teachers and give them 
a course or something or train them in the in the subjects that you're missing uh, teachers and bring them to the educational system i'm asking not professionally from teaching point of view from ethics yeah. point of view or political point social point of view what do you think this about? is the ministry of education it's not yeah her. but no but her idea i mean just yeah, I, yeah. I, I think idea. i think it's a good idea the problem is the the transportation it's very very difficult to arrive to tel aviv Even from uh, Natania, it's uh, one hour and a half in the morning to arrive to Tel Aviv. And they live, most of them, in the north, in Atzeret. And, and to arrive to Tel Aviv, no, it can take two hours every morning and two hours to, to come back at home. So uh, most of them don't want to live. And those who come from the north, we pay them in cash money a lot. So, uh, so they, they can come and take, and, and we pay them for the transportation, everything, because it's, it's a lot of money. And it's a, it's a lot of hours. Uh, so the distance here, it's, um, it's a problem, but uh, we try, we try every, every time, every year. This, this year we got a lot of uh, Arabs uh, teachers and uh, we are very happy with it. Do you provide, a, a, for example, a, some programs to a, teach the, the, the children, for example, to accept Arabs or to accept uh, ultra we religion? Do. I mean, we do. You do? Through the meetings that they have? Programs. Yeah, joint meetings and joint studies and uh, joint uh, um, experience and joint travels. Yeah, we, we put a lot of emphasis on this. In the and, and do you system. check the attitudes during, you know, if any change during the years? Yeah, the attitude of the yeah we work with the, with the, the Reichman University okay. and they have uh, made a research for us. Uh, we chose uh, 10 schools, then uh, five elementary schools and five high schools. And in every school, we, the, the students uh, have um, filled up uh, like a questionnaire with uh, questions about the different population in Israel. And we managed to, to see uh, which population, which of the tribes, as we say, is uh, the, the less known for these children. So in one high school, we chose the Haredim, the Ultradox. In one... Uh, high school we chose the Arabs in other school we chose the uh, new immigrants or the asylum seekers so in each one we managed to see the population that needs to be worked on and we made a tailor-made program and we see that after a year and after two years and a lot of seminars and a lot of uh, uh, investing in this in the curriculum we, we've tried to uh, mm. So what's the difference between change. Israel education as you see it and what you see here in America? I think that the main difference is the private education that you have here in May. A lot, a lot of, of, of the, the strongest uh, uh, yeah. schools schools. in the U.S. are the private. And uh, it's uh, for me as a socialist, uh, and the one that one that cares for the low-income families, it's, it's sad. Uh, I think it's something to but be But you know, they have here a special, they have here, uh, it's not private, but you still have to be accepted in terms of, uh, you have kind of an exam, but you don't yeah. pay. It's really public, selective. Yeah, so in Israel, we don't have an uh, examination. Uh, everybody accepts for the for the school that it's near near his house. It's all geographic. So it's a, it's very communal the schools yeah. in the neighborhood. And uh, we work a lot with the community and we do a lot of things with the parents and everybody is going by foot and not going, uh, not taking a But, but there is high school, there was an high school like Ronit Daled, uh, 
which actually had integration. Oh, even my school. All the schools. They schools they had, started, well, it, it stopped not anymore. Not no, anymore. No. Years no, ago. It's not a... We don't uh, enforce the integration, but if some kids from the south they want to learn in the in this in the north, they can. They are they can they can. Everything is open for everybody. Oh really? But there's no integration that uh, is as. But a I remember when it started, it was very problematic because I think yeah, it very raised problem. other was problems for the kids. There was just now an article in the Aretz journal yeah. about the failure of the integration. A very interesting, uh, yeah. It but was it, very very tough. But you know, yeah. I personally, I would rather not to have uh, private schools. I know it's, it will never go away. <clears throat> I would rather to have a very good public system, smaller schools you in don't the have neighborhood. It only, the selective, only the selective schools. No, but I'm talking about what I wish. And uh, to have neighborhood schools, smaller, great teachers, um, living in the around the schools area you know not traveling like crazy um and then go to the right high school the one that fits you and more and more but <clears throat> but for this you this, really this have like to this change the whole the whole way of thinking of the society in the united states which is based on the economy and college you know everything is yeah. like around the college from yeah. zero right and it's but, really yeah. um, so tell me what do you think an average student in israel when he finished high school what is bag of values includes you know what depends i mean on the on the city that he lives in no tell me I can I only ask live. you what you thrive okay. what you are wish what, what you really drive it in terms of they come out, so let's say they, they do the matriculation and they do it well and the, they can go to the university. Okay, what's the other things they got from school? It's uh, values and also capabilities, I will say, because we invest a lot of the, on, the, on the SEL, on social emotional learnings, on uh, capabilities as uh, empathy, as a work team, as uh, self-control, as uh, um, a lot of dealing with feelings and reflection. And um, it, it's important for us to build the, the children and the students as um, resilient students that they can cope with the very tough reality in Israel. Uh, and they finish school and they go to the army. So we have to prepare them like right. uh, really to be resilient. So this is the capabilities of the social and emotional capabilities that we work very hard on this. In terms of values, I think that the main values are the values of democracy, uh, which are very, very present in our uh, educational system. The freedom of speech, the freedom of thinking, the, um, the rights of the minorities, um, think like this. Um, feminism is very uh, present uh, in uh, in our education since I arrived, uh, and uh, all the um, a lot of uh, sociological issues are. Um, do high are school now, um, do high school students question the need to go to the army? Sure, sure. How do you, what do you do with this? They also question the need to go to school after Corona. We spoke there okay. post-COVID. Cool. So after the, after the, now after the, the Corona, 
they really asked themselves, why should they go to high school? It was really nice for them to be at home to study to alone. So I really, but this is different like... because, you know, when we grew mm -hmm. up, it wasn't uh, questionable. Everybody went to the army. It was obvious and it, every, it was very clear. Everybody knew why. Over the yeah. years, we saw many times that high schoolers started to ask questions and nothing is taken for granted. And right. I know that today even more. How, when you talk about a body of values, what do you what do you tell them? Because basically they have to. So what do you do with it? They have to go and we prepare them and we let them meet a lot of different kinds of the possibilities in the army, technology and uh, inf information and a lot of uh, uh, soldiers that come to school that are grown-ups, that, that they grow up in this neighborhood and they come to speak with the students. And we help them in all the questions that we have. And then if uh, if they decide not to go to the army, uh, it's really, I think it's a family decision. It's not a part of the educational system. I think that we gave them all the tools and the values and the, also the tools to ask questions. I think that doubt is something that is very, very important. You don't have to do anything just because someone has told you. It's It's true that in Israel, it's part of the law. So that's why I think it's, but it's we know a that many more kids many more especially go. in Tel Aviv yeah, especially in go. Tel Aviv but you know um well it's not true I, I have to say it. it's not true Tel Aviv every year accept the award of Tsahal of the highest uh, number of uh, 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 grown-ups that go to the army every oh, really? year you see yeah, yeah it's oh. also part of the wrong image of Tel Aviv yes I, I agree with you but you know when I grew up um I speak for myself. Yeah. Uh, in my case, um, the house could teach me to be honest and maybe do my best. Everything else I got from the school or from the youth movement, not from, from family. And I don't know if today's the school is the place where children feel safe enough or have faith. But when you when we grew up, when um, the parents in many houses, the parents didn't get involved uh, too much. And today the parents are more involved. It's yes, a right. Different generation. You know, the parents went to the army. The kids go to the army. Right. It was a model. In they're okay. much more involved politically. They didn't come from abroad. They grew up in Israel, or they came to Israel because of different reasons. So today the the family. Uh, has a very heavy weight on what's going on and everybody is very active or not you know how do you deal with that because what she says because for you you know the 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 way parents are trying to influence and and no it's not influence actually to protect <laughs> they're really putting they do everything to protect their kid i'm not sure if they really come with the set of wishes for the class but I don't know how you deal with parents. Well, uh, we have established uh, school parents in the uh, really a school for parents, and we make a lot of uh, workshops for parents, a lot of uh, lectures and uh, processes, and also mm. we accompany uh, uh, families that want help on how to deal with their children. Uh, we have very very good relationship with the parents in the uh, here in the in Tel Aviv Yafo. Uh, we invest, invest a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of thinking of how to do it the best. Uh, so 
we we have a great collaboration with the with the parents here. My door is open to everybody, and they all have my uh, my cell number, uh, and of everybody in the in the educational administration, the municipality. I think it's um, we are very nagishim. Um, how do you say um, accessible? Accessible. Accessible. We are very accessible for for the parents. Uh, and uh, it proves to be uh, a good a good way to manage the situation. Yeah. It's very very challenging because parents want to know everything yes. every minute in the day. What right, happened right, with right. the kid? Send pictures. Right. That they, they write me every day what happened. And it's right. it's not really normal. Right. And after the COVID, it became even more uh, because they were very very much involved with the Zoom and the right. children were learning from uh, the house. So they saw everything that happening in class and they, they feel like part of the class already. So uh, it got worse after yeah. after the corona. But tell me, how uh, can you protect the kids? Because, you know, every, everything became very violent. We have not to, everything, you know, but everything. There, there is violence. And school, I don't remember when I went to school, if there was, I don't remember bullying. There was bullying. I remember bullying. I remember, oh, I remember. I think I remember the main difference, the main difference is the internet. We didn't have the social, the social media, networks, yeah. the social media, everything now is But out. you cannot control any of this. You but cannot how control, do you we handle control. it. We cannot control, but we can give the students the tools to cope with it. This is one of the challenges that the virtual world that they live in, after school, they go into their virtual world as avatar, and they have so many characters that are not them, and sometimes they get confused. Is now with the avatar, or now, now I'm, uh, I'm myself? Oh. And we have to give them tools to cope with the confusion because they are very, very confused in both worlds, in the virtual world and then the reality world. And uh, we have to teach them values um, to, to know when it's, what is right and what is wrong. This is our main, our main uh, job, I think, in the educational system. And whatever they do in the social uh, networks and social media, it's the parents uh, that are in charge of because it's happening at home and we are doing a lot of work with the parents, really guiding the parents on how to speak with the children, how to work with them, how to identify dangerous in the network. It's a hard work. I think the bully at our time was mainly with boys, especially at the welcome, the, the, welcome, the welcome ceremony when somebody new came or came to a high school yeah. or this was, right. it was very tough. Right. What I want to ask you about the trips to Poland, hmm. because, um, you know, I was on the first one with the theater. The Kamari Theater of Tel Aviv, we went to Poland at the end of the 80s, still the end of the communism. And we were the first to open all this, uh, all the invasion from Israel. How old were you? Well, I was a big girl. I was in my late 20s. Okay. Um, so no, not as a high school. Not as a high school. No, no, no. What happened was that... Um, this was right after the Jews from the United States started to go to Poland to look for um, things that the roots or leftovers or memories. And the Polish government allowed the Jews finally because Israelis weren't allowed to come to Poland and nobody was allowed, basically. And they also made a lot of money because the Jews were we're happy to pay whatever as long as they can go back and look for whatever and so we were the first group from israel 
and we performed and we had ceremonies in the uh, in Warsaw, in Lodge, and in Krakow. And then they started they started to build the whole idea of trips, and slowly, slowly it grew to what we know till the year before the last. And yeah. I always I was against it. I never liked the whole handling of the whole thing and, and the whole festival. And I'm, I'm saying festival not in a festive way. No, I and I never understood why the Polish people didn't say no. And eventually when they did, everybody said, why do they say no? They're anti-Semite. They were always anti-Semite. You know, it's not you. It's just they never said anything. And last year when Yair Lapid said, okay, we're not going, I said, thank God, finally. And I hope it will stop forever. Yeah. What do you I have- agree with you, Tilly. I am against, for years now, I am against uh, these uh, trips to Poland. I don't understand why we have to send the young students at the high school. They have to see all these horrors. It's like a pornography of the Shoah. Right. Uh, you know, my uh, husband has have... a convention now in Krakow yeah. and he wants me to go with him in June. And I said, I'm not going to Poland. No, but this is yeah, something else uh, because for, the kids for, are ex- for, exposed for adult, to other things. What you do is yeah. one thing. For an adult, it's do. something else. I don't know what I think of it as an adult, but but for young students at the age of 17, uh, they are not mature enough to understand. They become very nationalism. Surely nobody become... understands, even if you're 58. I didn't allow my kids to go to Yad Vashem. You know, they took them to they, us yeah, at they second can grade. Go to Yad they wanted to take them at third grade yeah. and say, you're not going, you're not ready. Nobody can understand. And the thing is that they think if they prepare them, how can you prepare them? And how can you prepare youngsters, you know? We cannot prepare them. And and no preparation is good enough. I think it's it's, enough to... It's few things. It's to prepare them. That's something that you cannot prepare. They had you charge them. They have to pay. Not everybody... A lot of money. Not everybody can pay. And not everybody has... You know, it and it created a whole different story. Right. And then basically you invade another country that we don't have to be there all together with uniform, with flags, with aircraft, yeah, with yeah, air. Yeah. It's it's really unnecessary. And then they come back totally different. They you come said invade, invade. You know, I just wonder something. Do you think that you, how can you give kids tools to develop an attitude, their own kind of thinking, independent thinking of good and bad and moral and not moral, let's say, as far as occupation is concerned. Where, did the school have anything to do with, with a, I'm, not, I'm not saying impose on them an idea, but in some you know, way to make them understand what ask. it is, what is the consequences for them. For so I don't know if you heard, but uh, we, at uh, the beginning of the year, in the summer, we put in all classes in Israel, in Tel Aviv, in all classes, from first grade until the until uh, 12th grade, we put map of Israel with uh, the territories, with the, with the, um, uh, the mark of the border, of 67. Wow, the green line. put it in all classroom, in wow. all classroom in Tel Aviv. Yeah, it was a huge sensation because the Minister of Education, now they sue us and they want us to take off all the maps from the wall. And now Mayor Khuldei is saying that if they for- force him to take off from the walls, he will draw it on the walls uh, itself of the schools. Because it's very important for us that this, the students will know the borders of Israel, that they will know 
what is the territories and where, where is Israel, where is the border, what is the 67th border, what is the 48th border, and that they will know the complexions. It's very, very complicated. I know. Okay, listen, it's not connected. But it's I was thinking now. borders. Yes. So we, we drew the border and there is a user section in, so in, for a month. All newspapers, everybody's dealing with the fact that Hulmei or Huldei put the map of Israel with borders on the classroom of uh, in Tel Aviv. Unbelievable. Uh, it's very important. Just so they don't know. They have to understand. Still hang, the maps are still hanging on the wall. Oh, really? They're they waiting that they, they will come and take it off. Do you still have like once a week at Hevra, like a one hour that the... The yeah, major Shabbat teacher, whatever you call it, the main teacher yeah. is handling social things, political yeah. things, free yeah. discussions, free yeah. discussions. Yeah. Four and again. Now it's two hours and now. Most, most of the school it's two hours now. We add uh, one. The municipality add another hour, so it's two hours now, and it's really a kind of hour of conversation of the teacher with the students about uh, about what's going on. And in what the is the main voice that you hear from the youngsters? A lot of confusion, a lot of issues of uh, girls and boys, uh, a lot of issues of the social media. They're really, really confused with the social media. A lot of bullying, uh, dealing with uh, sex and uh, smoke and drugs and alcohol, uh, like all teenagers around the world. But they open, they very, I think the main change is that they very, it's a generation that speaks about everything, everything. very open, very widely open. It's really, they speak, we don't know so. We I don't know want it's to know. Like, uh, we don't yeah. want to know. It's too much information sometimes, but it's, <laughs> they, they tell us everything. Right. But it's good to know. Yeah. Tell me something. So what if, if so? For example, when you were here and you met the educational people who are in education here, what they can take from you, Americans? Um, the Americans can take from the Israelis. Yeah. Yeah. I think in America they are more conservatives than us. Very. In Israel, uh, we are very very open to new uh, perceptions and new theories. The Montessori, the anthroposophy, the democratic, we, we merge everything in our public education and like we have all walls transparent. We don't have walls in the, in the schools. And uh, we work with students study everywhere at school. They don't study in the classroom. They can study on the roof or in the garden or at the beach or the museum. We um, take advantage of the city of Tel Aviv as a, as a study, as a classroom. We it's said really all close. city it's, is it's a classroom. So it's there, very, part of very it you can find here, not, you know, in many ways. And the learning yeah. and the studying is very, very diverse. It's very progressive. It's a, I, I saw in, in, in the U.S. very conservative education. I was very surprised. Well, the United States is a very conservative society altogether. So it's very yeah. different. You know, my son, uh, he, my, my three kids still grew up in Israel until now, they're there. My son was until fourth grade or fifth grade. As, so when he came here, I was surprised the way they you know, give them so many values. Like if somebody hurt you, uh, you should ask him, what do you hurt my feelings? In Israel, they, they will start laughing. So, they will go nuts. kill you with this But question. yet, they do in the school system that really seemingly you know, teach them against violence and uh, the other and the other, and then look how much violence there is in the society. 
Yeah. What happening? Where it's come from? I think the and in Israel also, it was not so violent like now. Yeah. yeah. And even our uh, leaders, they I didn't think that the this kids, way. The kids are learning from the adults. <laughs> it's all modeling. Education is modeling. And Just what watch the Israeli TV. Yeah. Most of it is screaming and fighting and biting. You Even in reality see. shows, and not, yeah. not only on the news, the reality news show, yeah. everything is very, very Also violent. the news. The language is violent. The, uh, the road here, the transport, everything to ride here in, on the roads in Tel Aviv, it's, it's violent. So yeah. what everything can you do? What, what Tel Aviv can do as a municipality? We can uh, help the kids make more yoga and more meditation. And, uh, and mindfulness. Really, I really believe that uh, with the good uh, work of uh, body and soul, I, I, I exercise meditation every day. For me, it's, it's really a tool to... Um... She also, she, you're also doing it. Oh. I don't do meditation. I don't... Uh, yoga is kind of yoga. meditation. I do, you know? yoga, do yoga, but I don't do meditation. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I do yoga three times a week. And uh, it's I do really other it's 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 saving me. It's giving me I a lot of power. Whatever works for you, of... whatever works for you. I don't think that every, there's one or two things that work for right? everybody. But right. whatever works for you, if yeah. you it can, can be present all the ways, right. and you can pick and choose and know and learn how to use it and know right. what's good for you. So you can just, it's very complicated to be out there. It's very loud, noisy, yeah. and confusing. And you need, you a, need a space time. of your own. It can be art. Yeah. It could be sport. It can be music. It could be uh, meditation. It could be anything that is, it's, it's giving you a space of silence. And we're trying to help the kids to find their own space where they can be in silence with themselves and reflection and asking themselves and uh, checking with themselves. It's it's really it's it's a gift that we're giving them. It's it's hard. It's very very hard. It's, Are uh, you for exams or against? It depends which exams. It really depends which exam. I'm against grades. Okay. We don't have grades in Tel Aviv. We put good. out very all the good. grades. Yeah. Very good. I, I think it's a judgmental. I think it's a making a lot of uh, social problems. In right. the in the and it doesn't mean anything for the kid if he's seven or eight. So we have a uh, written uh, uh, feedback, and we have uh, all the assessment is uh, very long and very um, um, descriptive, and no numbers. Uh, so this is the important thing. The exam it's a it's a way to examine what the what the students know. So, the so we can do all kinds know. of exam. It doesn't have but to not be everybody can take. It doesn't to be, have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be only of what he remembers. It can be very creative. The exam exam it's it's important, but it depends on how do you do it. You know, when I finished high school uh, many years ago, I was working before I went to the army. Um, I was working in all kinds of things, and one of them was watching, um, my mother was teaching in the, in one of the schools in the south, which where now all the Eritreas are, you know, in the, oh, yeah. and I watched the, the kids, you know, in, in their finals for high school. Those days, you know, it was the poor, uh, poor kids of Tel Aviv and they really worked hard in order to finish high school yeah. and many of them didn't continue after but you know they it was 
was a big deal to finish high school. It, those days, they used to have very old ladies watching all the kids not to, you know. Copy. I used to, I used to come earlier and find out who goods at what. And then I used to tell them, you know, the answers. And, and I said, they already reached all the way here. Right. To fail right, them. Right. Leave them alone. I would, I would have done the finish same. and be happy. And she even tells right. me to give an A to all my students. If they, if they come to the class every time, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's really doesn't mean anything. You can be great right. later and you can be a great student and do nothing later. But why sure. to bother them? So I made sure. Bother have, them. No, no. I mean, why yes, to bother them? No. Let them finish. Be happy. I made sure everybody would pass and everybody would do it was it was ridiculous it was so funny but I felt that I do justice for them you know yeah. and uh, everybody felt good that they had a good vibe in the class every time it was really uh, well <laughs> well yeah but then they go out from from school and the world is a competitive one the world is competitive, but you know why to fail them after so not many to fail years them, of but hard you know, work. You know, it's you know, not fair. You know, we have yeah, different. But if you problems. give them the right tools, they can handle the competition in the world. Right. You have to give them the right tools. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You were, were you a teacher before? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, what did you teach? Thirty what years did, ago. What did you teach? I, uh, grammar and literature. Grammar, oh my god, don't start with me. The <laughs> grammar is not easy, but but right so, now they reduce the amount of literature. No, yeah, yeah, they, they, they learn less down a lot, they reduce everything now. Pity, pity, very pity, very pity. And there are so many great writers that the kids never heard of. Shirley, how yeah. do you see the world of education, let's say, in 10 years? What would you, what would you like to see? Well, I think that maybe a part of education will be on the metaverse. Uh, we have to to take this into in under consideration, and I think that children are prepared uh, to be taught by an avatar and not by, by a human person. And I think uh, maybe it's uh, it will be refreshing for the for the educational system that the the technology will be more relevant for the kids. And then the good teachers will be able to see really the kids, and they will be there, they will have the time to speak with the kids, with the students, and to be them, to be there for them. So I think the role of the teacher is is Changing. going to change. Is going right. to change. He will be more like a guidance and more like a um, inspiration, a, maybe like a trainer or like a parent or big brother. And more and more technology will be will, will, what will is teach the, the subject, the main subjects. You know, we spoke with Uri Benari who invented the smart room. What is your take on it? Do you think everyone well, has it? Uh, it's so small and it's like an, an anecdote. It's like, uh, it's not, I believe in systematical change. I don't believe in something that it's a, uh, it's nice to have. It's it's small classroom in in Tel Aviv, for example. One like this, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not a change. I I believe in large impact, and uh, in changing the perception and changing the principles and the values. Um, this it's it's a nice practical, but it's 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 nothing. It's like uh, does he believe that it will change the image of the teacher? If every yeah, teacher will understand. get a laptop and not, you know, and and, and every teacher has a laptop. 
every teacher has a laptop. They do have in Tel Aviv. Every teacher has a laptop, and every and there's a balco in every classroom, and uh, we invest a lot of technology. But it's not it's not what I'm talking about. The perception of what is education has to change. But this how, you have, you know, how teacher of this how, means how students to change learn. the whole outlook of society. Right. In, right. It's really to re-educate society right. about education right. and it has it touches every field of life and you have it takes time. It's a huge right. machinery. And also you have the political system and you have to level with this because it gets stuck over there and you have to bypass it or somehow to break through. So yeah. it's not that easy, but it's um, but it's challenging and hopefully it will get better. Yeah. You have a yeah, great mayor. He's not trying to please anybody except yeah. the people. Yeah, he's one. I don't know what will happen when he, you know, it's very hard to find. You used to have people like him, but I don't, you know, in general well, now. He's, a man he's one of, of the last. Yeah. He's, he's a man of the It's like, it's you know, and different. he's not afraid of anything and he's a... Yeah. Uh, and for me, he's a great... He's like a listener, but yeah. I think he is a listener. He's a listener and he takes care of the people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you are very Surely, lucky to be you. where you are, and Tel Aviv is lucky yeah. to have all of you. <laughs> yeah, thank so, you. Thank you very much. Thank you for very everything. Much. Yep. And thank you uh, very much for coming. Thank you. 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 Thank